Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. The show and a good Tuesday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's 10.07, 7 after 10, by the way, 62 degrees on Peachtree Street. The gang is all here. Low T Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. And Jennifer Griffey's in the uh, studio right now. When sperm me meets egg. Thank you, Jennifer. Idaho. <laughs> that, I can't do you, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> that look she just gave you, Longoria. I know. And the double bird out the door. Oh, oh, thanks, Jennifer. Yeah. Hadn't played those in a while. To, get, to Jennifer's credit, she's wearing pants she knitted this morning. <laughs> yeah. She's, really? Did she's Mary Angel. She found around the house. She's married. Oh, I just got the double bird. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm in an, in an amazingly good mood. I just, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm just in a great mood today. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, including this uh, huge arson fire in Floyd County that you probably heard about during uh, Atlanta's Evening News with Eric Erickson. I want to talk about that. But even though I'm in a great mood, I, I, I had a rough moment today. And I want to know if, if this is a me problem or if this is someone else's problem. I'm sure it is. If, if, if past <laughs> I'm sure it is. It's most likely a me problem, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, you know, I've got two dogs. I've got Bosco, 11-year-old beagle, girl, and Deuce, 5-year-old mutt, boy. Um, Bosco, like six months ago, got took her in for her shots, and the vet was like, uh, she's got a little heart murmur. I was like, well, what do we do for that? And she's like, oh, there's nothing. It's all right. It's pretty common in dogs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, fast forward to last week, Thursday, Bosco's gets an ear infection. It's a common thing with beagles. They just get ear, like Longoria's yeah. freaking daughters. They just yes. get ear infections. <laughs> all sick all daughters and, and beagles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little half Spanish daughters and beagles get ear infections. <laughs> so I take, it's it happens once a year, probably around this time. It's probably a seasonal thing. I take Bosco in. They look at it. They give me the medicine. And the vet's like, let me check the heart murmur. And she's like, the vet is a woman. And she's like, it, it's it's worse now. It was a three. Now it's a four. And I guess on a five scale, whatever. Right. So I'm like, she's she's concerned about it. She's like, listen, we've got the person that comes in and does the ultrasound and the EKGs or ECGs or whatever yeah. on Tuesday, which is today. Do you want to make an appointment? I was like, hell yeah. You know, I'd, I'd give an arm up for my dog. Let's Let's take care of this. So... They leave me a message, say, come in on Tuesday when you get off of work. So I get off work at 9.30 in the morning, 
and I drive I pick I drive home, pick Bosco up, take her to the vet. And they're like, Well just leave her here and we'll call you when we're done because the vet doesn't come in till uh the, the special vet doesn't come in till like ten, ten thirty. I'm like, all right, well here's the deal. I'm I'm going to sleep right now. So as soon as they're done, call me. And if I don't answer the first time, just keep calling me because I'm I'm literally going to sleep right now. It's ten in the morning. I'm going to <laughs> right, bed. Right. She looked at me like I was crazy. But like I'm, I'm like, but as soon as they're done, call me. She's like, all right. So I go home with the other dog, go to sleep, and I wake up. It's four thirty. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> you know, like this thing was supposed to be over at like eleven thirty or noon. Right, right. Four thirty. I'm like, oh, I miss. I slept through it. Poor my poor beagles at the vet all this time. I look at my phone, no missed calls. And I'm like, what the hell? It's fourth, you know, that's weird. So I call up the vet. I'm like, hey, uh, it's Mark Aram. I just woke up. Uh, I'm just checking on Bosco. Uh, can I come pick her up? And the receptionist is like, uh, hold on a second. Puts me on hold for like three minutes. She comes back. She's like, yeah, you can come in. Uh, the vet needs to talk to you. So I'm like thinking the absolute worst. Yeah, yeah that holy smokes yeah what the hell happened the the receptionist wasn't like oh bosco's ready it's all good come pick her up it was like yeah come in now the vet needs to talk to you so i'm like oh my god what the hell is going like that's yeah and granted i'm just waking up so i'm not fully coherent and but that that was a horrible way to tell me <laughs> yeah to come yeah. get my dog <laughs> yeah yeah so the vet is literally a mile from my house and I'm stuck in traffic because it's 4.30 p.m. and everyone's right, trying to right. get home and there's wildfires and Erickson's talking about, you know, it's just a, it's a, I'm not used to being out of the house at 4.30 p.m. It was <laughs> right. a foreign, right. it was like I was on Mars. I yeah. didn't know what was going on. So th one mile drive to the vet takes like 20 minutes and I'm like freaking out. What happened to my dog? I pull in. I go to the front register and I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up Bosco. She's like, all right, have a seat. We'll be right with you. So I'm like biting my nails. I'm worried. And and then the receptionist comes back. She's like, go down to room four. It's the last room on the right. And the doctor will meet you in there. Again, no word on the it's condition of my dog. Did you not ask? No, I'm, I don't oh. want to know, honestly. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, obviously yeah. this chick isn't going to tell me. Right. Because she's like, all she keeps saying, you got to talk to the vet. You got to talk. So I go into waiting room number four, empty room. I've never been in this room, by the way. I've been going to this vet for years. This is the last room in the hall. I'm like, this is the freaking death room. I was just going to say, that's 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 the, yeah. I walk in, there's a painting of a dog on the wall that's like with its head down, like eyes closed, <laughs> oh, like no. dead dog on the wall. And I'm like, I can't believe this. My Bosco's dead. This is the love of my life. I, I would give anything for this yeah. dog. Vet comes in. She's like, hey, Mark, how are you doing? And I'm like almost in tears. I'm like, I don't know. How am I doing? She's like, well, the, you know, the vet uh, that came in did the ultrasound and the EKG. And and uh, what we found was, and I'm like, literally like, yeah. is my freaking dog alive right now? And she's like, well, it's it, she's telling me. You know, the, there's one flap of the heart here, and one, and she's got... And, and Getting technical. Technical, and, and she's like, sometimes the blood... And I'm like, cut to the freaking chase. What's going on? And she's like, well, you know, we we don't need to do surgery now. I'm like, F oh, I'm like, oh, finally, any hint that my dog is <laughs> yeah, still yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah. She's like, we don't have to do surgery now, but we'll keep an eye on it. And I'm like, 
I was I was like just relieved, like <laughs> for forty five minutes torture, yeah. thinking my d- poor yeah. dog is dead. Yeah, that was a poor way of telling. So you. that's not a me problem, right? That <laughs> no, that's no, kind of, that's I, horrible bedside manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's terrible because Cougar had the exact same thing. Well, that's what free. I'm thinking he has of. The same thing, and I went I to the same. Called you. You should have because I, Chuck, poor Chuck, lost his his uh, mm. dog not too long ago. Yeah, and you loved that dog. Oh. and I, I I wanted to call you and be like, all right, what's the what's the situation? Do I do I bury the dog? Do I <laughs> like do I take the dog home? Yeah. But I knew you were working, so I didn't, I didn't want to bother you. That's and you never fine. You can, my you text, can bother so. me with call, you can bother me with calls like that. That's no big. <laughs> He's deal. like a girl that doesn't want it. Is not he, interested in you. <laughs> I text him. I don't hear back from him for three days. <laughs> yeah. so. This dog thing. I'm I'm on it. Who's it's this? A people thing. I'm you. like I don't care. So <laughs> so this uh, normally it's a me problem, but that. No, that's, that's not, not how you it. handle stuff, right? No, they no, should have they they said. Kind of... Yeah, they should have said right away. Well, first but... of all, they should have called me when it was done because I yeah. said, call me. Yeah. And they didn't call. So then I freaked out. And the girl on the phone doesn't say, oh, your Bosco's ready. All set. Come on in. Yeah. Come in. The doctor needs to talk to you. Yeah, that's kind of weird. They didn't handle that right. Emotional roller coaster. Oh, I bet. No, I mean, I got, listen, Cougar had the same. He had a heart murmur. He yeah. ended up having to have open heart surgery when he was oh, three. Oh, really? Yeah, I had a stint put in because he was young enough. Okay. And they said there's two ways to do it. You can do open heart or they have a little curly Q plug they can do yeah. now for older dogs, which may be something that's better for yours. But yeah. anyway, they did the same thing to me. My vet was listening and then just kind of stopped and got that look on his face. And I was like, what? And he goes, oh, nothing. I'll be right back. Ugh. And I was like. No, how about you just stay? <laughs> come back here and tell me what's going on. Like, yeah. I just knew, and then he did, he he kept listening, and he brought another nurse. But, in but you're they, seeing the alive dog. At least in front I was seeing you. the alive yes. dog, but it was still very concerning. Like, w- would you just tell me what's going yeah. on and not be all weird and secret? Is that why they're veterinarians and not regular doctors? Because of their terrible bedside. No, yeah. because I've had vets that were like just exceptionally you yeah, know, good I mean, bedside manner. Yeah, I mean, I've had. I've had dogs. I've had, I've had vets again, that have gotten I'm, on the floor and sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I'm not. And, and I've had, I've been going to this place for years. They're wonderful. This is the only bad experience I've ever had with them. Um, but something broke down in in the Maybe chain of communication. Maybe did you tell them anything? I would have said something. I no, like, I was. That's well, kind thing, of a bad way of telling. It was you such guys. an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. You're so relieved at that point. Exactly. I don't care. I don't care. And they're like, there'll be nineteen thousand dollars. I here. Fine. Here's my. You know. Here's my credit card. Just my dog's <laughs> alive right now. Uh, it was crazy. But uh, the, Bosco's got a lump on her on her side. Yeah, I remember she. Yeah. A little fatty you tumor. saw that. Yeah. So a little fatty tumor. It showed up like uh, a year ago, like out of the blue. Yeah. Like one day it was here, and I was like, "Oh, well, I gotta take this day." So I go in and take it in, and the vet's like, "Ah, it's a fatty mass. You're fine." How when did this start happening? I'm like, "Yesterday." She's like, "No, no, no. That had to have been growing for months." I'm like, "No, this was yesterday. This yeah. happened anyway." So now they wanted they want to go in and take that out because it's impacting something. So I do have to. Have, she does have to have surgery. The heart murmur is just something you got to monitor. But I, I was, I was, I was. We were this close to me not coming to work tonight. Yeah, that's if, rough. If my dog was dead, there's I no didn't way. come oh, to yeah. work. I didn't come to work for like yeah, two, three days. Exactly. So just for the record, <laughs> and I'm t- I'm telling you the story. I don't know their perspective. You know, they might not. But on my side of the aisle, this is that's not a me problem, right? That's no, they, no, yeah, no, no, that's no, on them. They, yeah. they should have. They should have handled that a little bit better than that. If see, if I was wide awake, if I, if I called them now. I would, and she said, "Oh, the doctor needs to come. You need to come in and see the doctor." I would have said, if I was fully awake, 
what do you mean? Is my dog okay? Yeah. But I'd just woken up and I was like, uh, and I, I didn't want, if my dog was dead, I didn't want to hear it right then. Yeah, that's you know? it. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to process it. Yeah. That would have been hard. So, but besides that, I'm in a great mood. Well, yeah, you are now because <laughs> your dog's now. fine. Is that what it is? I'm yeah. just, uh, I got, relieved. Yeah. <laughs> they put me in the death room. That's what it room is. You know four, that's, the you death know that's room. What room is. four. Yeah, because the other rooms, they've got uh, you know, like uh, a bowl of treats and little whatever. There's nothing. If you just walk in and there's, there's nothing, nothing but a waste paper basket Correct. and a bunch of tissues, you know that's the death yeah. room. There's no P- painting of a dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> no treats. Nothing. I was like, there. Kleenex, they, that's it. Exactly. They put me in the dead dog room. Oh, man. I was freaking out. I was. I would have been. Yeah. It was not not a pleasant way to uh, to start off my morning. But that's, no. There we go. I just, all right. So I'm not. It's a, not you. I, you would have been equally upset. As oh, I Lord, am. yeah. Longoria? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. If you drop your daughter off at the pediatrician, <laughs> they don't you call need to you. Come to, back and talk to the Yeah, doctor. they don't call you to come pick her up. And you got to well, call. We're not up. dropping her off. We're in the room. Can with Can I her, pick but... up Lily? Uh, you need to come see <laughs> yeah, the doctor. Yeah, you need to come see us. <laughs> All right. Anywho, your thoughts on that before we get into the hard hitting stuff. 404 872 750 1 800 Talk on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show, 10, uh, 25, 60 degrees on Peachtree. Mark here with you till midnight. Double dose of Johnny Kielbasa tonight, by the way. Football Minute and a fast review coming up in about an hour. To the phones we go. Peggy's in Atlanta. Peggy, welcome to the program. Hey. Hey, Peggy. Um, Mark, I, <laughs> I related very well to your story about your dog. And I just had to tell you um, that real doctors, I mean, not real doctors, veterinary MDs, and uh, veterinarians are very much alike. They call you up in the middle of the night and tell you to come to the hospital. I had a son at 25 years old. He was in the hospital. And he had a congenital heart defect and had not been well, mm-hmm. you know, most of his life. But he functioned. But my husband answered the phone. I was supposed to be on call for the hospital. I, I was a nurse. And I had left my son not feeling real well that night, and I called the hospital and said, don't call me in. I'm not going to be on call. I'm, I'm taking myself off call. So Wait, was your son at the same hospital that you worked at? No, no, okay. he wasn't. Gotcha. At the hospital I worked at was, you know, totally different. He was at Northside. Continue. And so um, my husband answered the phone, and I said, he called me, and I said, I told them not to call me. I'm not. He said, it's not that hospital. And my heart shrunk. You yeah. know, my heart just fell. And, you know, you just know when you get that kind of call. Now, when they know. called your husband, did they say uh, that your son was okay? Or did they just they say, get... Didn't. They No, they didn't. They didn't say one way or the other. They said, you need to come to the hospital. Well, don't you know? You know, you just know. But your, your heart is crying the whole way there, God, don't, don't let it be that, don't let it be that, but why would they call me in? Yeah, so, you so know. we're running, we got a uh, break for the yeah. news, what, anyway, what was happening? Same thing, then he, he, he was gone. He was gone? He was gone, we got the, I mean, then, yeah, mm-hmm. but, and they did, it's like, you're done, we uh, need you to come. I'm so yeah. sorry, Peggy, how long ago was this? 
Um, it's been a long time. It's yeah. been um, it was in '92. Oh yeah, man, so, I'm but, so sorry. Yeah. There needs but, to be um, like a, a script that are given to people. That you know, uh, like they do with nine one one operators. Yes. They What's the location? Yes. To help work what off to of. say and what not to say. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, Peggy. That's awful. That is awful. All right, we're gonna come back. I'll, I'll finish up on these calls. I do want to talk about the arson investigation in Floyd County, which was a big story this afternoon on your drive home. We'll come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show. WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. alert. Immediate breaking news. Severe weather alerts. Traffic red alerts. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carroll to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the Mark... Mar- uh. Welcome back to the show, 1036, 24 in front of Lev 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight, Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Excuse me, it's been an emotionally trying day for yours truly. We'll take a couple more calls on uh, what happened to my dog, and then I want to get into the uh, breaking news out of Floyd County. 404-872-0750 is the number, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Manville Johnson. Lord loves the working man. Don't trust Whitey. See a doctor and get rid of it. Welcome to the show, Manville. How you doing, brother? What's going on? Uh, it's been a weird day. I'm, but it's, I'm amazingly in a good mood. I, I didn't hear exactly what happened. What what exactly happened? I, I, all I heard was dog and death, and I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? Well, I I had an appointment for my dog has a heart murmur, and I dropped her off this oh, okay. morning at the vet uh, a little before 10 a.m. And they're like, "All right, it should be done around noon." I'm like, "All right, well, call me when when it's over, and I'll come pick her up." And I woke up at 4:30, and they hadn't called, so that I called them, and I was like, "Hey, it's uh, Mark Aram coming to pick up Bosco. Is she ready?" And the uh, the receptionist is like, uh, you can come in now. The doctor needs to talk to you. So I thought that my dog had died, but turns out she's fine. But it was, it was I was a, an emotional wreck. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So okay. there, so there you go. Now okay. you're caught up to date in Manville. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. I mean, I had a situation well, not with a dog, but with a family member. Yeah. And it, it was it was kind of confusing because the, the doctor came in thinking it was it was one person, and it wasn't that person that was having the issue as far as my family member. And then we was all in a wreck. And then he come back like an hour and a half later saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, that was the wrong thing." Oh like, no, really? <laughs> yeah. Jeez yeah. Louise, that's <laughs> the well, at least they weren't already in surgery. Oh yeah, by the way, we forgot. I I mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got. Again, I don't mean to lessen because Manville is the second call in a row that had this, this something happened with like a person. So I don't, 
I don't mean to lessen your uh, grief over that, um, but this was I was I was um, a mess. You wouldn't yeah. have seen me for a week. I bet. Oh, I'm sure. I bet when Bosco's gone, I, I, I'm gone for a week, man. I'm not going to be able to handle that. I'm going to start bringing her in the show every night now. <laughs> I don't know why you don't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring Ryder in. Well, because I day. have to bring both dogs in then, and that will be a, like Bosco will sit here and, and just chill out because yeah. she's fat and lazy like her dad. But Deuce is full of energy, and he's going to want to run around this whole place. So and just let him roam. But that'll be up to your your responsibility then to uh, to deal with it. Can you handle that? Yeah. All right. Good. Just lock him in the room. All right. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> such a such a humanitarian all right so oh, i, I want to get to this uh the breaking story um that we heard live here on wsb radio this afternoon huge brush fire up in floyd county off of highway 27 which is uh, not too far from rome um and apparently it was uh set by an arsonist did you hear the description Yes, yeah, we, we were talking we, about that. We joked about it. Until it said red pickup, I thought it was Chuck. <laughs> the like, bearded guy, ruddy face. I don't yeah. know what that means, ruddy face. Oh, that's, what that's what we, what we were, were saying. We, yeah. Me and Eric and Erickson him were all talking. Look it up. Yeah. R- what did it mean? Reddish? Reddish? Yeah, Reddish? but see, I asked, I asked uh, Griffith, I was, I was like, hey, what, wh- why didn't you just say reddish face? Like, why didn't you? <laughs> why did you have to um, use fancy words? She was like, well, it means more than that. And the best description I can come at is like Edward James almost like his face. You know how it's like like he had acne, marked, like he had acne and stuff. Yeah. Like that's what. When I, I think ruddish means. face, I mean that I always think alcoholic. Like yeah. alcoholics oh, okay. have those yeah. red ruddish faces, real rough. Yeah, looks a little pitted. Yeah. So, but until they said red old red pickup, I was like, oh, Chuck's all right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm too lazy to start. Fire. Here, here's uh, can I play some audio here, Longo? Sure. This is Jason Durden in News Chopper Two up over the scene earlier today. Well, it looks like they've got a better handle on these two fires that are at the northern end of where they all started burning, but on the southern end, still a lot of smoke and a lot of flame back in those woods. More from my buddy uh, Jason Durden in News Chopper Two. Authorities have been putting water on some of the areas of Jason to Highway 27 just to keep it from spreading out closer to the highway. We are getting reports that up to three houses have suffered some sort of damage as a result of these fires. The extent of that damage is not known right now. Only one person was injured. No one uh, killed. Uh, according to uh, Nefertiti Jaquez. Jaquez? Nefertiti Jaquez? Nef. According to Nef, uh, it took 50 firefighters seven hours to uh, to contain this blaze. As of 7 p.m., 90% containment. But, well, we're in a drought, so this happens. We have brush fires. I remember the first time I went up in the chopper in the fall, and you're high, you know, you're 1,500 feet up above the ground, and you look around, and there's these billows of smoke all over the metro. It was people burning leaves. Yeah. And the first time I filled in for Captain Herb in the chopper, I'm like, fire, go to the fire. And the pilot's like, no, idiot, it's someone burning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you go up, you no see dummy. all over Metro Atlanta. I mean, they around. do that a lot here in Texas. We don't burn our own leaves. I mean, I'm sure back in the day we did, but I've, I I was like, when we moved here, I was like, what's going on? Why are these people in Texas, starting they, fires? They eat their leaves. They don't <laughs> yeah. burn them. At home, you can burn them. You have to burn permit. It's yeah. Only, it's only for like four but months. But it's, it's in the fall months when you, uh, from the chopper, there's these little uh, leaves fires everywhere. fires everywhere. So uh, we're used to brush fires with a drought condition like this. What I don't get. And this is what I want to talk about. I don't understand the motive why someone would would do arson. There are a lot of crimes where I won't condone them, but I get what they're trying to accomplish. 
someone someone carjacks you, they want a car. I okay, I understand sure. that. You know, they rob you, they want money. Uh, they break into your house, they they want stuff, they buy drugs, they want to, there are crimes that uh, you know I don't condone, but I understand the motive there. What that I don't understand. What's the what's the benefit of unless you're burning down your own house for the insurance money? This guy's just setting fires in the woods. What is the motive of that? Destruction? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, some just, people just, just really like yeah. it. Yeah. But that's just Weird. freaking sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the same kid that was lighting bugs on fire. No, this guy's and... like forty. Oh yeah. Well, when he was a kid, you're saying. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it, it's yeah. a crime that makes literally makes no sense. There crimes, murder. Someone wronged you. I'm not saying it's good, but it's like, oh, that guy um, was sleeping with his wife, so he killed him. All right, I understand. Again, not condoning, but right, I, right, I understand right, what right. happened. Um, but with arson, does he hate nature? What was like? <laughs> those those freaking woods over there? They're looking at me funny. What is the? I don't understand what's going on in an arsonist's mind. Which leads me to believe that someone that is an arson is mentally uh, challenged in some way. Someone that well, anybody that does anything like that is probably, I would say, you know, not all there. No, if if you're if you're a poor person and you shoplift to feed yourself, that's a crime. But I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that person's mentally has mental mental uh, issues. Someone that. Uh, carjack someone they might be an idiot but I, that's that's it's an understandable crime if that makes any sense no yeah no i got you i'm not saying going on crime sprees here folks i'm not saying <laughs> tell you said so. carjack anybody but the, you you can understand the thought process i have no clue the thought process of of most an arsonist ser- most serial arsonists they're 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 on the spectrum I, that's a loose term in yeah. psychology where you, you fit on the spectrum of diagnosable that's right. disorders. Most arsonists and serial arsonists. So it's a mental thing. Oh, it has yeah, to oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. They just, it, it falls in different categories, um, but they're always, when when they're caught and sat down, there's always a mental illness aspect to it. But what do they get out of it? Is it a satisfaction of, is, is it something for attention? Like, does this guy, no, 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 they, the ruddy-faced 44-year-old in the red pickup truck... Did he go home and turn on the news and be like, ah, I set those... Like, is it... Maybe, probably. The, I mean. One of the studies I read, it's on the same adrenaline level. It's an adrenaline thrill, like people who, who who are cutters, who will cut themselves, the adrenaline rush that they'll get from it. Yeah. It's on that same, le- it's on that same level. There's an adrenaline rush to doing that. Um, <laughs> that was... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, they're they're always on the spectrum. There's always a mental illness. Usually, there's always so my a mental my illness. theory that that arsonists are mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, holds water. Yeah, you just don't know to what level. You know, yeah. they all know that what they're doing is wrong. I mean, most m- most people who engage in that. Kind so of it's a, but it's know. an adrenaline thing. Yeah, it's, then. It, it, it is. It's just, a destruction, a destruction, and a power. thing. I can't like, wrap my mind. There's no, a lot of crimes either. that I can understand. Because it's just pure robbing a bank. All right, I get it. You want you know you don't want, want to work. Yeah. You want you want five hundred thousand dollars for for four minutes of work. I I totally understand that. I don't we want you do. to. <laughs> I wouldn't do it myself. But that's a crime where it's like oh the guy wanted money. Okay, what does the arsonist get from burning down? What and what is even a house? 
Like, this guy didn't say, oh, I hate that son of a bitch, Longoria. I'm going to burn his house down. This guy's like, I'm just going to light the woods on fire. <laughs> Hope he gets his house. I hate those damn squirrels. Like, what? I still... <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't like trees. Yeah, maybe he's an anti, opposite of a tree hugger. He's an anti-arborist. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's an <laughs> anti-arborist arsonist. Don't give him any ideas. He might be listening. I don't know. If there are any arsonists out there, I'd love to hear from you. 404 contact info. 872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. In all seriousness, if anyone knows anything uh, about, you know, ar- did you have you ever known anyone that liked to set stuff on fire? Yeah. Yeah, really? Relative? No, uh, a friend of mine in in junior high, and he got serious trouble. He got sent to juvie because he he, he lit a grain a a grain elevator on fire. Those like a silo? Is that what that looks like? Yeah, that's what they called it. Grain elevator? Yeah, it was a. Those can be deadly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a. It was a big deal. He yeah he. So did did his dad die in the grain elevator, and that's why he burned it down? He did not. No. He just. So there's. I'm looking for a motive. No, there there is. He hates grain. It was just. It was just a thrill to watch something engulf in flames, and to have that kind of like I can destroy something that vast and large. I never even thought about that aspect. The thrill of seeing destruction at your own hands. Yeah. Puts gives you a powerful. Yeah, it's it's a power trip. He probably did go home and watch the news and was like, yeah, that was all me. So this ruddied face guy in Floyd County is is. is Oh, yeah. at home right now listening to the mark aram show going haha they're talking about me yeah my name is frank <laughs> frank no call us on. yeah frank if you're listening um <laughs> go, go listen to the show in your red pickup truck and no no you don't have to turn yourself i just want to know what you were thinking what the hell were you thinking setting that fire all right uh, just looking for any insight on on arsonist i just don't understand it 404 872 1-800-WSB talk again we're talking about the uh, breaking news in Floyd County this afternoon, not too far from Rome, dude set multiple fires. An arsonist set multiple fires. Took 50 firefighters seven hours to knock them down in the drought conditions up in Floyd County. Just trying to wrap my mind around why an arsonist would light stuff on fire. That's it. 404-872-0750 on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 10.52, 8 in front of 11. Mark Aram with you till 12. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Discussing the breaking news out of Floyd County this afternoon. The arsonist attack along Highway 27. David joins us in Tucker. David, welcome to the program, sir. Hey, uh, yeah, well, you know how... When you discover a fire, you kind of get all excited, but you get excited in a negative way. Mm-hmm. These are people who get excited in a positive way. Uh, I actually knew a woman who was just fine on a day-to-day basis, but if she drank alcohol, which lessens her inhibitions, she just started to randomly start setting fire to objects. What? Really? Exactly. So it's like now I like fire. I enjoy a fireplace and a bonfire is always fun and making s'mores and whatever. But uh, just it would never even occur to me just start lighting stuff on fire. Did you talk to her and and say why when you drink do you light stuff on fire? No, she she didn't know why. She just knew she did it. Hmm. You know, we're talking about you know. I mean, kind of dangerous situations. You know, I mean, you just don't go around setting fires in your. <laughs> and how you long? Know. How long have you been married to her, David? No, no. <laughs> I, 
I have dubious questions. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, the judgment of women. That one was a pass. Yeah, no, I, um, I, that's a smart thing. A smart thing to do on that. Yeah. You don't wake but, up with all your clothes on fire. Uh, no, no. Because she had one too many good. wine coolers. That would not be No, right. not a good thing. <laughs> also, not a good thing to have hard liquor around there for two reasons in that case. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's. Uh, I think these are. You like controlled fire. These are people who like the. I think they like, in some ways, the aspect of uncontrolled fire. Well, again, I think that that goes back to that being something wrong in the noggin. I've covered too many apartment fires and house fires. It's they're bad news, man. They're bad news. Doug's in Athens. Doug, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how's it going? What's going on, Dougie? Well, I, I got two things here. I think that I think that everybody you got all sorts of people that are on the extreme of whatever it is you want to look at, whether it's uh, sexual stuff or violence or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You've always got some people that are just a little bit off, as you've said. Yeah. And uh, and then I don't know. I mean, I. I remember when I was in high school, I had a buddy that worked at Eckerd and, uh, the drugstore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I would always, I'd pick him up sometimes when, when the store was closing and occasionally he'd tell me, all right, go, go find five things in the store. And I go pick out five things and we'd go up to the roof just to throw them off the top of Eckerd. Now I've done that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> throw, now that's, that's totally sane, throwing stuff yeah, off I mean, a roof. It's, it's no, of course kind of thing, and it, 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 you're, you're, you enjoy the, the chaos a little bit, and we, uh, I think that's what's going on with these people. So I went to school, one of the dorms was uh, a dorm called Champagne. Don't even ask me how to spell it. Champagne. But it was like, it was yeah. like eight stories high, <laughs> and everyone on the campus, that's, you had to walk past it to go to the cafeteria, and my buddy had a room on the sixth floor. And daily, we would throw stuff at people from the sixth floor. <laughs> I mean, the, talk about dumb college kids. I remember yeah. throwing um, clam chowder on on people underneath. You were maliciously throwing stuff at people. Yes, rather than just absolutely. A fire and or even better, nowhere. what was even better was because <laughs> you know it's just a, I don't know. Again, I this was I was young and dumb. But you'd see a buddy walking through the quad from the, the sixth floor window, and you'd be like, hey, Timmy! <laughs> and Timmy's walking. There's a bunch of people around. Timmy's like, oh, you know, someone knows me. You know, and it's, and then you'd re- yell out, how's that rash on your balls? <laughs> <laughs> that was more entertaining than throwing stuff at people. But, um, yeah, dumb uh, stuff. My buddy Rocky threw a whole bed, bed the frame, out the window, sixth floor. There's something entertaining about it. That was, but that's normal. That, that's, that's normal. That's perfectly normal. <laughs> All right. Point taken, Doug. Point taken. Um, we never lit anything on fire, as far as I know. Jonathan's in Ackworth. Jonathan, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Excellent. What's going on? I uh, just want to let you guys know, uh, I hear everybody talking about people who have mental problems and stuff like that. I used to teach middle school about 10, 12 years ago, and I actually had a student who was really, really smart and just liked to make up stuff. Uh, he actually, not a joke, he actually took a, uh, and I don't want to tell people how to do this, but <laughs> he took a uh, leaf blower and duct taped a mop on it and dunked the end of the mop in gasoline, lit it on fire to try to make a flamethrower. That's insane. <laughs> That's... Yeah. And here's, the, here's the bad thing, though. It was during the summer, and his dad was at work, and he actually burned down the entire back deck on his house. I, I give him points for creativity, but that's crazy. Trying to make a flame flower out of uh, a leaf blower and a mop. 
We're going to come back. More of your calls on the arson story out of Floyd County tonight. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.